These are the things that change males to men. What's up, family? I'm your man, Darius Dante, founder of Males to Men United. Males to Men United, mentoring and empowering young males to be exceptional men. All right, when it comes to today's topic, when it comes also when it comes to being an exceptional man, there's very few men in this world who have been successful without having a woman in his life to ensure that that does come into fruition. And I'm no different. Now, over times, I've come across I come across the term power couple and I think Will Smith was one of the first people that I heard use that term a little over 10 years ago and I was kind of fascinated by it and since then I've heard a few people refer to me and my wife as a power couple and so man I was very honored when hearing that and then I got to the point of wondering what is a power couple <laughs> and so today I have the distinct pleasure of having my wife, Miss Felicia, with us today. And Felicia, how we doing, love? I'm doing well, Darius. How are you? I am doing outstanding now that I know that you're close, knowing that you're near. All right. So from this, how, how I like to get into it, I want to first give a little definition of power couple. So now, according to some of the resources that I found on Dr. Google, however you want to see it, say it and move beyond that. A power couple is a couple consisting of two people who are each influential or successful in their own right. And reading a little bit further, in a power couple, if one person is flawed, the other person makes up for their weaknesses and strength. Together, they are the epitome of what anyone would desire in a relationship. They encourage goodness in the world and make it a better place by being together. Man, by reading that definition, I'm very humbled by it. Especially if someone says that we are viewed as a power couple. Uh, you know your story with regards to marriage, don't you, love? <laughs> I think I have a faint memory of it. Oh my goodness, I almost got a little nervous. Like, hold on now, why, why, why are you laughing like that? Like you've been through some stuff. Sure, mm. I, I I know me, and 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 I'm not. Oh, anyway, I get where you're coming from, definitely. And part of what that what brought about that laugh, we're gonna look to share with the audience to just kind of give them an insight as to our story because every couple has one. So when we talk about power couples, who are some of the power couples that come to mind for you? Well, first and foremost for me is Barack Obama and Michelle. See y'all in my notes. Yes. <laughs> they I, I are. Have, I have to agree. Like, tell us why. Uh, they are the epitome. Uh, this man was for eight years seen as the most powerful figurehead in the free world. However, Michelle was not to be unrivaled. She was not to be put in a cookie cutter traditional first lady role she was a person all of her own alongside her husband and in a separate space she created an influential factor for many young women to pattern themselves after and for that all the respect that I had for her continues even after what she's doing because she had enough grace 
to along to walk alongside her husband and show him the mutual respect of his title, but also show him the care and be the rib that she needed to be as his wife. That's real cool. I definitely see what you're saying, and I definitely have to agree with you in doing that. And so I've come to realize through viewing other couples in their relationship, and not to mention our own, that there's a certain balance. There's a certain element of intentionality that comes into play to in order to effectively pull that off. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and so when I look at your struggles as a woman from an individual standpoint and then some of the buckets that you're put in with regards to being a married woman and yeah I've been made well aware as to some things that I may not have otherwise known had you not shared them with me and so through our own conversations and then when I look at other couples that are deemed power couples I have that much more respect for the effort and and the, dare I say, the unseen struggle that take pl- takes place to come off to the public the way that it does. All right. For those who are viewed that way. So now, since you have the Obamas as your power couple, that's on my list as well. So to keep me from saying that same couple, which I definitely agree with you for many reasons of what you just mentioned. I'm going to say a power couple to me uh, are Magic and Cookie Johnson. All right, growing up a Lakers fan, Magic Johnson made me a Lakers fan, and I love the way this dude used to play basketball. And so doing research and coming to know what I have come to know of Magic Johnson, Magic wasn't a perfect dude. For that matter, no one is. And so Magic had a past. And with that gleaming smile that he had, and he ended up eventually getting married. And in no time at all after his marriage, he was diagnosed with HIV. And through reading this book, I think it was her book, uh, Believe in Magic. That's that's the book I, I was reading. And in that, and of, co- of course, in addition to the interviews that I've heard from Magic Johnson, he was already of the mindset that, man, I, I've contracted this HIV, and so I just got married. We got a baby on the way. And so he could, he could definitely understand from all of his miscues in life, trying to have fun at the expense of social sexual interaction, he could clearly understand if his if his wife wanted to leave him because for all intents and purposes, he was damaged goods. And I'm paraphrasing my assessment of what I took from his mindset at that time. And so Magic ended up going to his wife, letting him know, hey, if you want to leave me, I understand. So I get it. And without hesitation based on the way it was explained to me she instantly slapped him in his face and he was like whoa and that slap may have been for many reasons but it wasn't a slap to say hey i'm out of here it was a slap to say hey how could you think that in the midst of this struggle for better or worse i'm gonna leave you at this moment I, I love you and I'm going to stick with you despite the fact that this anger and this hurt that I'm going through, we end this together. And from that, Magic said he broke down and cried like a baby. And, and from that, it gets me emotional because in a lot of ways, I have a similar story to share, but thankfully not to the level 
of of the diagnosis that magic was found yeah and so that was very inspirational to me on both accounts magic humility and cookie support and then from that she goes on to have her foundations and she establishes herself as an independent smart woman and what i see through through those two couples the obamas and the johnsons and just to name a few i am of the mindset now i it may have taken me a while to be to be of this mindset but i clearly see that women are smarter than men uh, uh w- would you agree or disagree with that <laughs> Why, why she why she keep laughing why she keep I laughing? think we're I think we're used differently than men I think we we operate in a different realm so smarter than uh, I think most people can answer that question in their own realm okay well I, I appreciate how you covered me in that in that statement but just going off what I see <laughs> I've said this I know you've heard me say it over time. I feel I'm of the mindset also not only that women are smarter than men I'm of the mindset that men are dumb and women are crazy. All right, and it's a lot of things that I could get into to support that statement anyway, but but bottom line when it comes to this episode, if you would, let's spend some time talking about us as to who we are and some of the things that we've come to accomplish over the years as individuals and as married couples. So, you want to go first or you want me to? Well, um in the in the world they say ladies first, right? <laughs> they do. They do. So, for me, I will flip it and let you lead by example. Okay, look at that. All right, look how she did that. She just tell you, man. She she that that's just the bird's eye view of what what you're saying right now or what you're hearing right now but let me go ahead and get into it since you're asking love i will oblige when it comes to me i grew up in a two-parent household i was the youngest of three kids and from that i instantly took into sports i had i had a big brother and a big and, a, and an older sister i can call her a big sister she's an older well i don't know which one is worse now uh to, which one is more offensive more offensive to call her an older sister or a big sister but nonetheless i was the youngest of three i had a sister and a brother all right and so i instantly took into sports anything that dealt with athleticism i took to it and i got pretty decent and once i put my mind to it, what it was i wanted to do thankfully enough i had the talent to back it up and i did all right with it so moving into middle school i played basketball and i was able to dunk a basketball by the time i was in the 7th grade and i didn't realize the impact of an audience that would be influenced by a person that that was able to dunk a basketball <clears throat> i come to realize there was something very hypnotic or mesmerizing to watch someone dunk a basketball and I didn't realize it was something weird to see a kid do that in the 7th grade and that was me. And so f- from that I grew attention. Various people took a interest in me. I ain't going to say they took a liking to me, but there's a few maybe took a liking but they definitely took an interest. And so moving into high school I with that same interest I tried to keep the momentum going. I'm playing basketball and I'm AB student. Thankfully, academics 
came relatively easy at that level and I continued to play and moving on from there I ended up not going to a bigger school or college and I, I take a lot of the blame for that because looking back on it now as talented as I was I didn't have the work ethic that I needed in order to propel myself beyond where I went I thought <clears throat> I thought I was better than what I actually was and I didn't have the work ethic to back it because it was various schools that that were quote-unquote lower level schools that I that that were not known that were had an interest in me that I passed up and then the opportunity passed in of itself and so again that's just a, I try I have to be quick because sometimes I get a little bit worried you knew this and so when when it comes to that I was I joined the I joined the Air Force and after being the captain on the basketball team joined the Air Force and I was able to accomplish a, a, a few things as as a single person uh, airman of the quarter different things like that getting recognition and I ended up finishing uh, my degree and that was after I got after we had gotten married but I was I didn't I didn't lack a lot of confidence when it came to moving forward in life. And so with that, my my story with regards to women, I, I'll just say this like this. Now I've been kissed, but I've never knew love like this. And I've been missed, but I've never knew love like this. I loved someone before, but I've never knew love like this. I had lots of love, but never knew love like I've come to know it right now. And so that's a quick nutshell of me. And there's a lot left to be <laughs> left to the imagination that I would be more than happy to share at the at the respective time. But I'll pause right there. And that's me as a single guy. And I'll I'll be willing to pick up after you to pick up uh, me as a married man. Love. So as a single person, right, it's the way you described it. So born <laughs> in Pensacola, NES, <clears throat> I was the second of five girls. Okay. I like to think I was a very mild-mannered, um, my mom called me her easy-going child, her easy, like, Sunday morning child. Nice. And the way that I perceive that is I didn't like to create a problem or be a problem so in that I kind of began to <clears throat> walk in the shadow of who I was supposed to be from very early on I've heard she's supposed to God has these things for her she's going to do a great thing God wants to do this but the devil's going to try to snipe her mm. So very early in life, I began to recluse to who I thought I was I was going to be because I was scared of the devil at that time. I thought he was red with a pitchfork, right, long, right. pointy tail. So I learned fear early in my life. But I was a very good student. I went to a private Christian school. We all did um, up into middle school where I found that that was a great foundation. I was an honor roll student. I was a cheerleader. I was, you know, a, a tomboy, so to speak. I liked to race. I liked to have fun. I loved to sing. 
But what I noticed was I was a lot of things, but I couldn't really define who I am. Mm. And so I continued to try to do things for the acceptance of other people. Never really what I wanted to do, either out of fear or because someone told me I shouldn't do that, I should do this. So with that, I ended up going to college, graduated college, and tried to get a job. Was told I was overqualified for most jobs that I was applying to and the ones that I really wanted, I couldn't afford to get to because you had to be flown there or nonetheless, I, I ended up going into the United States Air Force after visiting you uh, at your tech school mm. because I thought that was a great source of camaraderie. And it's three or four years. What's the worst? If I don't like it, I can get out. Right. But I did not want to live my life wondering what if. Makes sense. So I entered the United States Air Force February of 99. And it was, it was an adjustment It going from college life, being up two, three, four o'clock in the morning, doing whatever until whenever, right? Right. Partying. I think I might've known you before that time. Right. And going to a very structured, but I knew that from my, my household and so did very well in basic training, graduated as an undergraduate there as well as tech school and moved on to a couple of other accolades. Um, throughout my enlisted career to go on to be uh, a commissioned officer Mm. in the United States Air Force. Again, doing these things for the acceptance of, of others. As I look back from this stage in my life, I see that it wasn't so much my goals, but for the acceptance of my parents, of my siblings, of my friends, family. I wanted the recognition, yet I didn't still understand who I am. Oh man, that's heavy. Oh my goodness. So so that's that's what I'm talking about right there. You get you just got real. I mean, uh, you you got mildly deep in your story and your journey, and I appreciate that. That's the type of stuff that I feel is what ended up ultimately leading to a few people who view us as power couples. And so we, we're going to keep that in mind as far as power couples are concerned. But I can't, I'd be remiss not to mention some of the things that you were just saying that you experienced moving into the college life. As a man, a young man at that, I got caught up in the attention from from women and I was and then from the guys that I was hanging with it it was by nature to say hey if you if you're a real man you need to behave this way with women and if and if you anything uh on, on for real then you need to accomplish these type goals when it comes to women and the whole while doing that I didn't realize until in hindsight that I was destroying myself in the process and making myself damaged goods for who was deserving, i.e. you, ultimately as my wife. And so 
we haven't gotten to that point yet as far as the turnaround, but I definitely would, would be remiss not to share that. So as you were saying what you were saying, I couldn't help but reflect on my mindset. And so I could tell now that you were way more focused and, and locked in on on life and, and its its purpose. For me, I was just kind of flowing in the wind, just kind of going by literally by the seat of my pants and just as broke as I could be and just going on living life like as if it was golden while making a mess in in the midst of it so thankful enough that I got to clean up a lot of that mess and and move in the manner in which our most high would have would have me go so good deal so now by this time I've joined the Air Force I was about 23 years old something like that I ended up having Mm -hmm. my birthday during the time of being in basic training and I ended up we ended up getting married and and so just like you mentioned you you started started out in the enlisted ranks and then you in no time at all you became an officer and you did well there and so what she didn't share with you world is that as an enlisted person she ended up being the number two in her class when it came to the job that she was doing she was a dental technician and man she was killing it i'm talking i was one of her patients and she she did a fine she did a fine job i got implants and cleanings and and all those type things man my mouth was jacked up when i joined but after coming through the air force the air force is one of the best decisions that i've made in life by the way and then to couple that with my now wife she been my dental technician like oh my goodness man i can't help but win between the drive that i have to not fall short of any uh, just to, to strive for this thing called success making the decision with the air force and then marrying this woman oh my goodness i didn't realize how much of a great decision i was making albeit i knew it was a good one and, and even to this point i still may not realize to the full effect of how great the decision that was made when it came to doing so and so anyway now when the air force she become the officer and uh and so now i'm I, i'm moving up the enlisted ranks to a certain extent and i'm i made e5 got leadership awards and and just as sure as i got a leadership award my wife got an award that was better than that and and it, and it was it wasn't a antagonistic competition. type competition but it was a motivating right. type competition to keep us honest mm-hmm. right would you agree i would absolutely agree we pushed each other to be yes. better and i tell you i thank god for the fact that you were in my sights because he, the gravy is the fact that you're my wife but then just looking at the drive that you have as an individual i'm like oh man this is a go-getter right here all right she she bought a business and if given the opportunity to prove herself she's gonna shine i'm talking off top you're gonna bring it and so whether it's in the air force capacity life capacity if given the opportunity something that i see that you have your mind uh, committed to oh man it's gonna soar because that's the type of woman that, that i see you as and that's the type of woman you are and so being in that in that air force capacity one and in training professional military education yes i feel a lot of my success has a lot to do 
with having you in my vision, having you in my scope, because I knew one, I, I'm I'm a bit of a go-getter myself, very competitive, and you are competitive too. Oftentimes, you, I thought you kind of shied away from owning up to that truth, but how you feel now when it comes to me saying that you're competitive? True or false? Where we at? Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm I'm competitive. I think I'm competitive against myself. Um, but I think I'm more of a, a silent assassin. Ooh, which makes it more deadly. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm not one to talk a lot of of schmack, but I'm I'm coming for you with with my best effort. And like I said, my my biggest person and if uh, you know I, I love fitness and in a lot of my cycle classes or when I coach people, I tell you is you versus you. No one else matters. Right you versus you and and if you compete against that person in your head that person in the mirror no one can stop you and that is so true and when to hear you say what you're saying i couldn't help but think about something i heard from i'm a big fan of ray lewis and he mentioned effort is between you and you and to and for you to say it's between you and you yeah and so i i hear both both accounts <clears throat> and I definitely agree excuse that so now from a couple standpoint as I'm moving in this thing called marriage I took in I went into marriage thinking okay I met this met this young lady named Felicia she's cool we cool we vibe together we gel together and so yeah that's that that's that's what it is and so not not a whole lot's going to change because man other than the fact that we got married we still gonna kick it and, and we gonna we just kicking it as husband and wife man did i did i tell you earlier that men are dumb <laughs> and so i'm into this thing called marriage with this mindset and looking back on it not taking it nearly as serious as i needed to and man a lot of problems happen as a result all right, and so because we're as far along in this segment as we are, we're definitely going to have to have some some sub- subsequent episodes to speak to this to carry over because we're talking about a power couple. What makes a power couple? I've given you a definition, and also I, we've shared up to this point some of the things that got us to this journey. Now, during this time of this marriage, did, did anybody... You recall refers refer to us as a power couple? Absolutely not. <laughs> and for good reason, my might add. Oh my goodness, <laughs> man! Oh, I just in a lot of ways I laugh when I think back on who we were, who I was, being able, just controlling what I can control, and then another part of me just wants to cry because I'm like, I can't believe how foolish, how dumb I was, and then having had those two emotions I get a thought to now of a mindset to where my most high shares with me our creator shares with me that life is about a journey there are pieces of puzzles to this particular journey that one has to amass before they can get to where they ultimately need to go 
All right, so now I know that could be argued because oftentimes when we're given free will to go about this life as we see fit, that's usually where problems happen whenever we don't take into consideration of what the Most High will have for us. And so now, from my perspective, everything happens for a reason. We heard that cliche over time. And so be it cliche or not, cliche or truth, everything happens for a reason. And I'm more and more seeing as I, as my eye continues to open, my third eye, that is, continues to open about this thing called life to where, man, things had to happen in order for things to happen. What's your take on that? So <clears throat> as you were speaking about all things happening for a reason, I heard all things work together for the good of those mm. who love okay. me. And so all those things happen for a reason. We may not know in that particular season. No pun to <laughs> was it trying to rhyme. No, that's good. During that time frame, you don't know why things are happening. Either he's trying to get you to move out of your current location because no one moves if they're comfortable. And so sometimes we are not moving. So things have to happen. And a lot of times the things that make us uncomfortable hurt. They cause pain. Or sometimes we've been so comfortable that we've forgotten who brings the comfort. Wow. And so he has to prick us or move us or allow things to happen. As you said. Yes. You went back and you said, did anybody refer to us as a power couple back then when we were excelling individually, mm. right? Getting these awards and um, being number two in the Air Force for my career field. And all those things were great individually. And there was a shift that happened. And I wanted to go to the definition of power. Okay. Okay, the in physics, power is considered the amount of energy transferred or converted per unit of time. Nice. So in order to be a power couple, some things have to be transferred or converted. Mm. And so as we transferred energy, as we transferred this type of activity for another as we converted ourselves from this way of thinking to another power is able to be assigned that makes perfect sense and that's deep and man you might have to some of us may have to rewind that to hear that again in order for that to sink in play it play it back as many times as needed because that's heavy power is also sometimes referred to or called activity meaning What are you doing? What are your works toward being a couple with power? Now, what we do, I don't think we do for people to say, oh, that's a power couple. And I don't think that's the intention of any couple that's seen or have been named as a power couple because it's an eternal, internal process that we are doing to renew ourselves consistently and because of the journey that we have it emulates the person who we want to be most like now oh wow yeah i definitely agree because never once did i have 
in my mind, say, hey, I want to be viewed as a power couple. And like I said, there's one point, I didn't even know what a power couple was. But I knew I wanted a successful marriage. Now, going into marriage, my, my mindset may not have been set on that. But after being in marriage, after having gone through stuff, after having God speak to my heart and let me know, hey, I need to get myself together. Look at what I've given you and this wife and this child and the things around it. Look what I've given you. So how are you showing me thanks? It wasn't until I took time to realize what I had been given that my mindset shifted and to move in a direction to say, hey, I want a successful marriage. So my goal was to have a successful marriage and do my part, control what I can control, what I could can control in order to make that a reality. And in the midst of that, focusing on me, controlling what I could control, focusing on you, and as my wife hearing and listening to the things that you were asking for, it wasn't until those things started to fall in place to where I started getting, I started hearing murmurings about you, you guys are a powerful couple. Mm. I'm like, again, wow. again, power is the rate with respect to time at which work is done. Man, man that's a light, light bulb moment. So in order to be defined as something, you have to be doing that something. Transferring, converting, working, doing. The, the word says faith without work is dead. And a couple means bringing two together. So are you working toward being a couple what does that look like for everyone that's going to look yes. different so <clears throat> with respect to time right I understand <laughs> this is good stuff this is good this is good and so like you say Correct. with respect to time any closing remarks that you would like to share with us before we close this one out I just think that as as life continues we have to embrace the process mm. It would have been a time where to hear the word power couple would have caused me to shudder. As I mentioned in my earlier statement that I became afraid of the greatness that the man said I was to become because I was thinking of what I could do in my natural state. Instead of embracing the word of the Lord that was coming from the mouth of a prophet and walking into that by nature, there was something in me that wouldn't let me embrace who he said I was. And so the process for me is to embrace words like power. Yes. To embrace words like prophetess. The things that are being spoken that seems like it's a calling to my higher power, my, my, my Lord, my creator. To embrace those and not feel like I'm not worthy. Because it's only then that I can understand who I am in him. Lady, I tell you, I'm, I'm not surprised to hear what you're saying. But now I'm just so glad that others get to hear a little morsel of what it is that we share on the daily during our devotionals. I tell you, we we're, we got a we got a journey to travel when it comes to explaining what 
road we took before we started being identified as a power couple and i'm excited about it actually so as it stands for now we're going to go ahead and call it and please be sure to share this with friends anyone that you feel that could benefit from what what was shared today please sir please ma'am be sure to do so and the critics out there i know they exist hey take in what you take in and Whatever feedback you have from that, yeah, we can all grow from from feedback as well. So we love and 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 have an element of respect for you too. All right. So we understand, my wife and I, that we're we're not here for ourselves. We're now here to do the work that God has called us to do. So that in and of itself is power. And I'll leave you with these are the things that change not only males to men but two people who are married is also change them into power couples bless you and we look forward to reconnecting real soon